The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. So in this episode, we're just going to have a casual conversation about our food experience here in Portland, but I think it'll have a good side effect to help you eat better. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hi, everyone. Hi, and welcome to this episode about right. eating and cooking and fooding. So it's another lighter episode for you all. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, but first off, it's such good timing because today... One of my brothers sent us this amazing find. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. Okay, so I'll let you hear. Can you guess what it is? It could be so many things. <laughs> okay, so but my, it's food. My brother sent me uh, from Hilo Hawaii's local buzz. So that's the brand Hawaii's local buzz macadamia nuts. Handcrafted, small batch, grown in Hawaii. He sent three different flavors. We have sweet and smoky, uh, garlic parmesan for toast, and cinnamon bun crunch. Not for toast. Not for toast. Now, the thing about this is why I am extra excited about this. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Bear has just jumped up on all the equipment here, looking at the Bear's macadamia our cat. nuts. There's our cat. All right. Just in the Why this is right so here. exciting is that these people are so excited about their macadamia nuts, even boasting with a guarantee that if it's not the best tasting macadamia nuts you've ever, ever, ever eaten, you can get a refund. If you don't agree with them that this is going to be the best, you can get a refund. So that's one thing that makes it so exciting is the confidence (laughs) in their product. Okay. 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 Number two thing is these nuts are dehydrated. now, As opposed to being roasted. Yes. So now with roasting, roasting tends to be much higher temperatures than dehydrating. So when you dehydrate something... It keeps a lot of the nutrients and all the goodness of the nut. So you're not just getting a high-fat nutty, a high-fat nut product. You are getting a high-fat nutritious nut product oh, okay. where it's not a dead food. So I was so excited to try this. Not dead meaning not having been roasted alive. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is the and sweet and that smoky. Way. And there's no preservatives, right? 
Oh no, there oh, is. Oh my gosh, so good. There is. So good. I couldn't talk to you, Toast. I couldn't okay, answer sorry, you. Sorry. Oh, there's actually there's no preservatives. Anti, it's anti caking kind of agents. Okay, that must be in that one. This okay. one does not have okay. any. You know why? Because this one has Parmesan. Probably, oh yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't have so, Parmesan caking. So the one that um, I tried is the sweet and smoky, and it has only five ingredients. You know, the less ingredients your food has, the better for you. Toast, taste the garlic parmesan. Unless the ingredients are fat, sugar, and that's it. What? Taste oh, you that. want me to taste this one? Yes, and tell everyone oh, okay, what it, okay. if it's great. Okay. Don't worry, this whole episode is not us tasting things. Oh my gosh, so good. Again, sweet and smoky. Okay. Mmm. Mm. This is the best. I promise you folks, this is the best. They're right. Do you think they're right? What is mm-hmm. that one? You like the I'm taste satisfied. Oh yeah. Wait, satisfied or like elated? Not elated. <gasps> what? But you know, I'm less of a foodie than you, I think. That's all. So you'd rather have nuts in a can? No, no, I'm satisfied with this. This is good. This is but like satisfied I'm have... is so like lackluster. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you had macadamia nuts in the can, the type we yeah. grew up with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then this one, which yeah. one would it be? Oh, I think I would choose this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. elated. <laughs> okay, that's what that's the Sienna dictionary for you. Okay. So you're saying you prefer this? You think this at is at this point? Yes, I would say that. And the but nutritional you know, value, the yeah, nutritional, nutritional value, value yep, toast. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It's ono. It's ono. Plus, their logo is, is a right? bee that's riding a surfboard on a wave. That's a very Portlandy kind of Label. thing, right? Like this small handcrafted small batch, yes. right? Yes. Like this small thing, like that's. There are very niche, very niche kind of thing that's very Portlandy. There are very from um, our perspective, having come from Southern California, anyway. There are a lot of similarities with Portland and Hawaii. Yes, that's so, right. That's right. All right. Okay. So we did the taste test. Yummy. Those came just today. Mm-hmm. We had to try them. I am so excited. So thank you to my brother in Hilo. Um, I'm writing down Hawaii's local buzz in our yeah. notes because we're yes. going to, I guess we put should probably link. put a yes. link. Yes, right? let people enjoy it. And I okay. also just saw that you can buy it on Amazon. Now, I didn't do a okay. price comparison, but anyways. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's a nice kickoff to this food episode, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But we also wanted to share something else that's been going on in our food consumption and our drinking and our food life food life Mm -hmm. drink life okay a friend of ours this was probably a year ago now actually over a year ago last Mm -hmm. march gave us this little thing to do our own pour over coffees and we did not even know what that was before I mean, we I moved to knew. Portland. You I mean, knew? loosely. Like, you meaning, heard of it. Yes, I heard, heard of it. it. But I it was kind of a mystery beyond that to yeah. you. But oh my gosh, after moving to Portland, guys. we were educated about pour-over coffee. Now, if you, if you don't know what that is, all that means is, well... It's literal. It's literally pouring water... 
over coffee mm-hmm. grinds. So you have this little porcelain uh, contraption, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a. It looks like a filter that's shaped to, to simply hold a coffee filter. Yeah, and it has holes on the bottom to just let the water, well, your coffee, go through, drop into your mug, and you just drop a filter in there. No, no, and no, And you no, heat no, the water. No, 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 It's not that complicated, really. <gasps> Toast. Well, it's not complicated, but there's an art. Like, you you heat the water. Well, it depends how wanna... artful you want to get about it. It's kind of like the Japanese tea ceremony to me. It's like you can drink tea or you can do a Japanese tea ceremony. Well, you it's do like, need to. Anyway, you know. You, well, we should test that out and see <laughs> if you can just Put the filter in there and just like pour it over and slam the water on the grinds. No. Well, okay, right? here's how I, we were I make it though, right? I, how I make do you it. pour over, right? You and do, and it's fantastic. Yeah, so, so tell can me I tell, how to. Yeah, so, so exactly. here's how I. Go. So here's how you do it. You get your pour over uh, contraption. I don't even know what that thing is called, that porcelain thing, right? And you put the filter in there and then. You heat water on a stove until it's just below boiling. So what I usually do is I let it boil and then I let it cool off for a little bit. I don't use no thermometers or anything like that. Maybe fancy people will do that. And then I just pour, you pour the water so that it soaks the filter, which I've been told gets, I guess, the taste of the filter out of the way right mm-hmm. okay so the water pours through that and then you and it also has the effect of warming up your mug yes okay so then you dump that swirl water. it you swirl it and then you dump it okay and then you dump but it. do you see like already in the process there mm-hmm. is a way to do it you're not just yes. throwing yes. the filter in and throwing the coffee in and then just <laughs> right 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 like, avalanching the yeah. water on and, the and then and then you put uh how much water do i um, how many ground quarter cup a quarter cup of coffee grounds freshly ground but you don't want them to ground you don't want them ground like espresso not grounds. Su- yeah not super finely ground mm-hmm. right just but not too coarse but <laughs> but just right just right huh? <laughs> so you put a quarter cup of your coffee grounds in there and then you pour the water to soak those grounds. Well, wait. And but how then, do you pour the water? <laughs> so that it covers all of see, the grounds. But you do it in a circular motion. I don't do it in a slowly, circular motion. Slowly. No, I just I just make you sure that you don't drown them to death. Like you don't want it to slam on them so it's so hard that the water just goes through so quick. You want to do it slowly so that every grind ground every ground has <laughs> its its chance to be soaked by the water, you make and it sound so it nice. Yeah, you're just better. like enjoy being. Oh, this warm water feels so good. And then you go in a and that's why you do the circular, and then the water will rise to the top of your filter, and that's enough. Stop, mm-hmm. right? Then you give it a chance to just let the coffee just emanate from the. <laughs> from the the grinds all to the cup the warmed cup and then you let them breathe there's something called a bloom or something right yes and then you do your water again like you let it bloom or something 
pour the water. You know, the coffee snobs are listening to us and just making fun of us. I know because we, yeah, we really don't know, but that's what we do. That's what we learned. And it's, we like it. Amazing. Wait, what is that? You're just so like, (laughs) and it just elates me. You love, you love. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to want one after this. Why are you Mm. saying like, we like it. We like it. We like it. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) Toast. Wait, look me in the eye. We love it. We love it. Right? We love it. Yeah. Now wait, I'm getting wait. excited. Wait, am I now bully- I'm getting excited. Am I bullying you? No. Right. No. Okay, so there's no coercion happening. We love it, right? I love it. I love it. Yeah. So why like we I like think, it? I think I said no. I like it because I'm saying that, you know, the way that we make our coffee, even though it's not this high end, like super pinkies in the air kind of we know all the terminology. We make our pour over and we like it. So there. Maybe that's what I was kind of saying. I would still. I don't know. I wasn't like analy- I wasn't going go to analyzing it, but okay. I think we love it. Okay, because we every time we it. every time we drink it, yeah. we're like, "Oh my god, it's so good!" Mm. And we even use it as a treat. Like we still use our basic coffee maker mm-hmm. that is not as good, but more clearly, it's more convenient. Clearly, not yeah. as good. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, let's have a pour over. Yeah, that's a midday treat. Because it's so good. We don't take it for granted. But I don't know. You throwing the word like around. I don't know if it it really honors the pour over. I have to watch my words. I have to use more strong words. Look, we spent... 13 minutes talking about pour over it's all good it's a portland thing yeah but we didn't get to like really the meat of the or the non-meat of the episode okay okay all right we do need a pour over (laughs) after this okay so we wanted to continue talking about food and i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i have to interrupt and we need we just need to explain why why we like the pour over better can you explain for the people, oh. like, why it's such a special thing? Okay, you guys. Okay, wait, just quickly. You, can't you even don't have say to like go guys, right? into you it. You guys is not right. Okay, people, folks, friends, the enemies. Pour over coffee is so good because it's never going to be bitter, like how some coffees taste bitter or a little burnt. Sometimes Starbucks is guilty of that like the coffee's burnt it will also never be acidy tasting you won't have that acidic taste in your coffee and yet it is just smooth yet strong smooth yet strong there you go because a lot of times the strength is compromised when you take out too much of the acid like something about it feels like "Eh, i don't know it's kind of like decaf but it keeps the strength of the coffee deliciousness while also making it smooth. Okay. I said that three different times, but that's what it is. Okay. Okay. So I think that was important to explain why yeah, like the why enthusiasm it's so for damn good. Here. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, um, all right. So. In a previous episode, we talked a little bit about how we've really changed our eating habits in terms of just cooking more at home. Mm-hmm. And that really started in like mid-January, mm-hmm. and we've been doing really well with it. I'm so grateful for for finally getting our act together with that and getting our cooking 
uh, back again. Well, me too. And I just have to give Sienna all the props here because she has done all of the heavy lifting. I mean, Sienna, you have... Well, not really, because well, you do all our grocery shopping. Well, I do, I do the literal lifting, but you have done the figurative heavy, heavy lifting. You have planned out our weekly menus, our weekly menu plan. You have uh, made the grocery list. And mm-hmm. you have done, I would say, 90 or more percent of the actual cooking and food preparation. And my part has really been only just to go out and get the groceries and do the errands. Well, you do the dishes. Right? And the cleanup. You do the dishes. Yeah. But, and I've done some of the cooking, which I do enjoy. Yes. But I just have to give you the props and appreciation and well, thank you thank so you. much. And I recall that. Well, you are that, very welcome. And I, re- I know that, you know, it, it, took, it took some effort, like on your part, especially at the beginning, because... You weren't used to doing that. I wasn't used to devoting the time it takes to actually prepare a weekly menu as Mm -hmm. well as creating the list Mm -hmm. and then preparing two spots in the day to make food. Mm -hmm. So we do a green juice in the morning, which I make, and then evening we have a dinner, Mm -hmm. um, a home-cooked dinner. But it has been such a game-changer for us because... Not only are we spending less money eating out or taking out, taking out or food, delivery, we feel so much better health wise. You know, we just after we had been eating home cooked meals. Now, this isn't like, you know, because when we started this, the weather was still really uh, cold for us and rainy and all of that. So I'm not talking about the level of health like. We're eating all raw, all vegan and raw. I'm talking about this is still cooked stuff, cooked comfort food like chili stews and chilies. But the thing is, is that it's home cooked because when you're cooking at home, you can control what's going into your your recipe as well as and then therefore what's going in your body. And it's fresher, like from the time you make it to the time it goes into your body. And then so after being on home cooked food for like a month or so we had a takeout meal and we were slammed it was really shocking actually we yeah how bad i felt yes. after eating that meal and the meal wasn't unhealthy no well well it, no, it was. wasn't even obviously it was well but, by comparison but it right. wasn't fast food no it no. was just restaurant food. Yeah, restaurant food. You know, yep. restaurant food. Wasn't heavy, heavy, heavy carbs or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it wasn't like... Because we're eating cooked potatoes. We're eating rice. You know, we're eating those mm. things. Yeah. But this restaurant food, it wasn't like it was macaroni grill and greasy dripping thing. You know, it wasn't that kind of <laughs> restaurant food. It was it was just... It, was it had like Asian. veggies yeah, it was and fish. rice noodles and, and things like yeah. that. But so... And, yeah. and and I, you know, I ate. I had my first free. serving, and I was like, oh, I didn't enjoy that as much as I thought as I would, or or as and much then, as we did before, because yeah. it wasn't like a new restaurant, right? And then later in the night, I was just like, I don't feel good. Yeah. And then the next morning, you wake up and you're like, all it's like a hangover, swollen. Your fingers your puffy, are puffy from the salt. Your I guess. face is like double <laughs> the size, and your limbs feel like heavy. Like, oh my God, I cannot wake up. I can't wake up. Like, I'm so tired. 
So it was pretty so shocking to realize what a difference the food we eat mm-hmm. makes. Because a lot of times the restaurant is choosing the cheapest ingredients, right? Right. Which oftentimes it's not organic. Right. And right. yeah. So it's all the pesticides and chemicals and all of that food. So going without all those pesticides and chemicals, because we choose for organic. Four weeks or whatever it was. It's like your body is just like, what the heck? Like, all here comes all these chemicals. And your body has to work so hard processing them. And it's really the liver's job to do that. And then most often what, what happens is with all those chemicals, guess what happens? What, they get stored in your fat? Your body will store it in your fat to mm. protect wow, your, the rest right. of your organs from this onslaught of chemicals and pesticides and toxicities. So, you know, we're so grateful for having had that experience of feeling the difference uh, because yeah. it only inspires us that what we're doing, you know, even if we're, we're making comfort foods, we've moved on to salads and just some nice clean cooked veggies now, but... Um, it really inspires us to have that, to keep going for one, but it's confirmation that, no, it matters. Cooking at home matters. It's not just a budgetary, like a budget thing. Mm -hmm. It matters because you're choosing great ingredients to make a meal. Yeah. And you know, I have to say that, that experience, it was a completely unplanned experience that, oh, we're going to try restaurant food and it's going to make us feel like crap, right? It was, that was not the idea. Because we were with friends. Right. We, the idea was, oh, let's, let's treat ourselves. Yeah. And our friends. Let's not cook today and let's. Yeah. Let's just order in. Mm -hmm. uh, But having the negative experience and negative association with the restaurant food, um, it really did help us and, and benefit us because it did give us that, uh, experience of, hey, keep doing your home cooked stuff. It yeah. does matter. Yeah, yes. it, it was really interesting. Yes. I think that's a great example of how a, a quote unquote negative experience can have a positive yeah. effect. Yes. You know, it's all in how you yep. interpret it and stuff like that. Yeah, um, totally. Totally. Yeah. So that's been really good. And, um, uh, starting the day, so really bookending our days, like starting the day with some great green juice. And I will give you, uh, we'll actually give you our green juice recipe. And this is just the bare bones recipe. Um, you can add anything you want to it. It may be any fruits or veggies that might be, you know, on their last leg and you want to, you don't want to waste it, throw it in your juice. Um, but this is the bare bones that you can start with. But uh, we start our day with the green juice, and then we end our day with a home-cooked meal. And it's helped so much. And for the green juice, just a heads up, like, you do need a good blender. Good blender or a juicer. Or a juicer. Yeah. Um, And a nut milk bag if you don't have a um, juicer. Right. A nut milk bag. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing I've really enjoyed as we've concentrated more on our home cooking is the experience of the meal prep itself. Mm. And I know I just, you know, I said that I don't do as much of it as as you. Um, I would like to do more. And I think what I've enjoyed about the times I have done it is it does feel like an area for creative expression. Mm. Yes. Right? And 
Like that one time I tried to make um, guacamole and then we sat down and we had a few bites and we're like, hmm, what, what can make this better? <laughs> right? Yeah. And I added, I think I added more, we didn't have lime, so I added some lemon juice mm -hmm. and sat down again and was like, oh yeah, this is better. It's brighter. There's something, you know, that yeah. just elevates, that takes it to a different level. And so, so going through that kind of process, it just is more enjoyable than just opening a carton and digging in, you know, like putting it together and stuff. Like yeah. to me, that's a real, that's a, that's a very cool luxury to be you able know, to cook, I consider cook it a luxury. Yeah. yeah. It should be a necessity. It should be. But I think, yeah, but in, in a way our, it's a luxury because of, you know, in our day and age. Yeah. We're lucky. We we're we're fortunate to work from home, which helps. Right. Exactly. You know, we have no commute Huge. time to right. account for and go, oh, okay, well, it's going to take me 45 minutes to get home. And mm -hmm. you lose that. That 45 minutes can be spent making your dinner. Right. Right. It's, so that's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Leaving the house in the morning. That's when I'm making the green juice, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. But, um, you know, but, toast But was, it did take an adjustment, even for us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Like, in the beginning, um, I was game to do this, but I felt a little stressed because I'm like, how am I, when am I going to, because I was used to the schedule I had prior that didn't include all this, like, cooking and juicing and stuff like that. So it certainly took an adjustment. Um, however... Once we started to feel the positive effects, it really helped to just encourage us to keep going. Mm -hmm. And now it's yeah. a habit. It's right. like, okay, you know what? We're good. Because um, now it's we're recording this in late May. We're recording it late May. And, um, yeah, we've been doing this since mid-January. Mm -hmm. So it's been great. Um, I did want to say that, you know, Toast was saying, oh, I do all the... I do most of the cooking and all that, but I would like to highlight some of my favorite meals that you make. Okay. So <laughs> my absolute favoriteest thing that toast makes is roasted broccoli with garlic. And it's not, it, she uses the Chinese broccoli. Do, is that common? Do people know Chinese broccoli? I don't know. It's not the, it's not the broccoli that is, um, it's not American broccoli. <laughs> Whatever that. It's not the, the broccoli, broccoli that comes on your plate when you go to a steakhouse <laughs> that's next to the Anyways, meatloaf or whatever. It's like, it's like it's a darker green and it's longer. The florette is a little more. Um, They're just more delicate. Stringy. I, guess, right? I, I don't know what it is, but I love Chinese broccoli. So she will roast that. With garlic. Oh, my God. It's so good. You can't go wrong with garlic, right? Do we have garlic fans it's out there? It's so good. Freaking love garlic. Oh, it's so good, you guys. It's so good. <laughs> Folks, it's so good. Um, so I love that. Oh, but I also... I don't eat a lot of pasta. But... Toast makes amazing pesto... Which in and of itself is a raw food. Right. And what? You can eat pesto. You don't have to eat pesto with pasta, right? No, you can but eat I don't it like it with, with any vegetables. Else. No, that's for you. If I'm going to have pesto, I'm going to have it with capellini. Angel, angel hair pasta. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, my God. So toast makes awesome pesto. And the other thing that I love that you make, but we don't make it often because there's some grain in it, mm-hmm. is um, roasted peppers. Oh, the stuffed, the stuffed, stuffed peppers. peppers in the slow cooker. You know, cooker. I really want to make that again. <gasps> That's so good. I love, I love slow cooker cooking. <sighs> I don't know, good. something about it. I just, I just love that. It feels it's so good. It feels like there's a ancient heritage to it somehow. Like, you know, does that make, does yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know where it is. And back in the day when I just ate anything and mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. Toast used to make the most awesome lemon bars. Oh. But it was probably made with like a lot of Oh, yeah. Tons of crappy egg, stuff, egg yolks right? and sugar. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways. So. What do you take from this episode? Hopefully, if you've been thinking about upping your your meal game, maybe you'll feel inspired to add more home cooking. Maybe you already do home cooking, and maybe you will just take it to the next level. And feel free to share any recipes or oh, yeah. favorite dishes or ideas yeah. or tips or anything if you would like. Yes. Because we're into that stuff. All right. We okay. should go make our... Let's go make our pour over. <laughs> Yes, we're going to finish recording this episode and make a pour over. All right. So we hope you have a wonderful week. And if you liked this episode, we would love if you'd leave a review for us on iTunes. The link is in the show notes in case you don't listen to this episode on iTunes. You might be listening on Spotify. Who knows? But if you leave us... Yeah, I don't know what else. Breaker. If, If you leave a review, then it's kind of like a little message in a bottle for us. That we'll just get at some point. Because it's not like an email, right? Like right. an email comes right to you and you get right. it immediately. But a review is like, well, you discover oh, it. Left a review. Yeah, you discover it after a yes. while. All right. Until next time. This is Sienna. And this is Toast telling you love life, live free. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more? with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.